and welcome back to another episode of TJO Nightly News, produced by the Bishop O'Connell Stock and Finance Club. We have another great episode for you today with a bunch of guests covering a wide variety of topics, and we're very excited to showcase what we have for you. So, to begin, we will be talking about the New York primary uh, with Brooke Tran. So, what do you think is going to happen? Who do you think is going to be winning? Uh, well, I read recently that it looks like Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are leading in the New York polls, which I think was pretty predictable for both sides. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Last primary, last few primaries were an upset, so absolutely, we yeah. never know. I mean, it makes sense that we would see Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump perform so well. After all, it is their hometown. So Donald Trump well, is from New Jersey, New York. That the from Queens, from Queens, and uh, Hillary Clinton. Well, um, for the Senate. That was her home state, even though she is known to have more than a few uh, home states. I, but still, the hometown advantage exists. But if you're going to be considering that, you also have to consider Bernie Sanders, right. a, a Brooklynite, right? And some polls are showing that he's catching up to Hillary. Um, not close, but starting to catch up. On the other hand, there's also Cruz and Kasich. Uh, we've seen Kasich. Um, he thinks that... Um, the Northeast and states like New York will be his pathway to the candidacy, not to the 1237, because that's a mathematical impossibility, as we've seen. Right. It's just impossible for him to reach that number. But he thinks that he can take away enough delegates from the other candidates that they will be unable to reach that magic number. Uh, as for Cruz, uh, it's been kind of humorous to see him in, uh, I mean, it's been an interesting race altogether. Uh, what were Hillary's debacles recently? both with de Blasio and with the Metro. <laughs> did you see that clip? I did. That clip that is, was, yeah. yeah. And it was revealed that Bernie Sanders still thought that the New York City Metro worked with coins, which is, yeah. is pretty curious, considering they funny. haven't done that in a good 14 years. But what we have <laughs> definitely seen with uh, Ted Cruz is um, he's been trying to reach out to communities that traditional conservative candidates haven't even tried to approach. Um, he attended the Jewish, uh, what was the, the matzo ball, some sort of Jewish deli, I don't know. Uh, where he tried to rally some support. I heard somewhere that he was giving out Ted Cruz yarmulkes, which I think is humorous. Uh, but uh, besides that, he's been try- meeting with um, African American and Hispanic pastors, pastors in the area, trying to get support from corners that he typically would not be getting support from. Uh, it, based on the principle of getting delegates from the congressional districts. Uh, the congressional districts have some of the 95 delegates that are uh, doled out in the primary in New York. So he's just hoping he can get a few, because right now he's polling in last place in New York. So Is New York a winner-take-all? I do not believe it is a winner-take-all. Because if it were winner-take-all, I don't think we'd be seeing so much of an effort on Cruz's part, because it seems like there is no chance that he will be winning in New York. Uh, In other news, uh, more international news, we just heard today India and the United States have agreed to allow each other to use each other's uh, military bases for refueling and replenishment of supplies. Uh, Furthermore, um, we have Belgium, uh, the whole Belgium terrorist situation that we've seen unfold in the past several weeks. They have captured the man with the hat, as he was called, and they are looking for the bag he was carrying because they fear that it was filled with explosives. Uh, Furthermore, having to do with the market. We saw oil prices rise. So what do you think that's going to do? We saw that the market's already improved uh, because of the oil prices surge. Uh, 
the oil price is having surge because um, it's reported that production is down from what it was earlier. So we're seeing the biggest rises of the year in terms of the market, which is great, right? I would say so. Yeah, certainly. Mr. Benhauser, what do you think? About the oil surge. So the biggest oil producers met in the Middle East and they talked about reducing the amount of output. So reducing the amount of output would certainly have an effect on the price of oil. We also see that the price of oil already has jumped 4.5% to $49.17 a barrel. So I think certainly over probably the next couple months and into the summer, certainly when people buy more gas at the pumps, that the price of gasoline will increase. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Bedhauser. Up next, we have a very special guest. His name is Grayson. He is a stock and finance whiz, and since we are the Stock and Finance Club, we felt that it would be appropriate to have him on to talk a little bit about the market today. So, Grayson, where do you think the market's heading? What is your prediction? Well, I'm seeing uh, large increases in the Dow and the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, all above uh, 1%. I'm also seeing really good mutual funds right now, doing pretty well. The Vanguard's up. ETFs doing really well as well. Small increase around, like, at the max of 2%. Bonds moving slowly as always, only a few down currently. Commodities, coffee down 2%, silver up 0.02, and uh, copper up a solid 1%. There's some stocks right now, the high, the top gainers for the day would be uh, VRTB, Vestin... Reality Mortgage, 47%. Mm-hmm. It's a 60 or 67 cents um, increase from what they were. So they're, they're currently at $2.07. Okay. So you would recommend that somebody buy this stock right now? Uh, uh, looking it's, at their past, very volatile stock. I can see that, certainly. You got a <laughs> big drop in the past, uh, well, since 08. I mean, 2006 went down from 60 and then. 60, wow. Head to 2008, it's, it's at 34. Okay. Well, uh, there's certainly been a big drop, but it might be a good time to buy. It's not a penny stock exactly, but it's pretty affordable, and if it returns to the value that we once saw, certainly you can make quite a profit, I would think. Right? Well, it's currently at two dollars and seven cents mm-hmm. today. At the very beginning of the market, it was at dollar forty-nine. Oh. So honestly, that, that's a huge increase mm-hmm. for today. Maybe look on selling short because of how volatile this stock has recently been. A lot of high spikes. They go down really quickly. Like take for instance here around 2013 mm-hmm. May. Stock in one day was up 55%. To what? Uh, went down whole two three dollars oh. in one day from um yeah eight dollars and like nine dollars to six dollars flat. That's quite a precipitous fall, and I I, I would think yeah you're correct that uh, shorting that stock would be a good idea certainly. Definitely. Uh, any other. I, like, do you imagine anything else that you might want to be buying in the long term, uh, considering just based on what we see might be happening in the future? Well, I mean, for a classic safe investor, you'd always want to be investing in um, mutuals and bonds, mm-hmm. slow increase with low volatility. And I imagine if you want to be a risky investor, today the FELP was up a huge amount. And for some of our listeners who might not know what the FELP is, could you give them a little bit of an explanation? Foresight Energy LP. Mm-hmm. It's a mining company, so thermal coal. So in a wrap-up, are you confident the market right now? We've seen quite a bit of volatility just as a whole in the first uh, almost half of 2016. Do you think that we've made it out of the woods, that we're pretty safe now, or do you still think that we sh- might be worried? I still think there's going to be a lot of decreases in the stock, as, as always will be. Mm-hmm. Ocean Power yesterday was a top gainer. 
today it's 15% down. Ooh, so that hurts. Be a good time to invest shorts yesterday. Yeah. Well, hindsight's always 2020, isn't it? Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Grayson. We really appreciate coming on with us today, and uh, we hope to see you again. Thank you very no much. Problem. So, some more news. Uh, just yesterday, uh, Paul Ryan, the representative from Wisconsin and the Speaker of the House, the Republican Speaker of the House, vehemently denied any speculation. Uh, he rejects the possibility of becoming the presidential candidate of the Republican Party. He just certainly does not think that he would be a right fit for the job or something. He wants to dispel any possibilities of people thinking that his actions as speaker could be politically motivated. So what are your opinions? Do you think that he could have been a good uh, candidate? I was surprised that Paul Ryan would not accept a nomination or would not even accept the possibility of a nomination um, in favor of a Trump nomination. Speaking of Donald Trump, it was just revealed yesterday that his own children failed to register to vote in time. Ivanka and I believe Scott Trump did not register to vote in the Republican primary um, in time for them to cast their vote in the primary. That's not to say in the actual election, but just a primary. Um, when asked, they said that they felt really bad about it and that as a response, they've been working to raise awareness for the rules and regulations surrounding registration for the primaries. Um, so to end our podcast today, we have another couple of very special guests. We have for you Luis and... Jonathan, who will be speaking to us about the wide world of sports. So, welcome to the show. Uh, so, where are we in the world of sports today? What do you have to say? Oh uh, well, first thing I want to bring up is uh, that Kobe Bryant will be playing his last game of professional basketball um, against the Utah Jazz today in Los Angeles at 10:30. Mm. He has a uh, played. 18 years of professional basketball. Wow. So today, uh, is 18 it, years. Yeah, 18 years. 18 he years. was That's uh, remarkable. Wow. He was drafted in 1998. That's my age. That's when I was born. Dang. <laughs> um. So today's a historic day for um, all basketball fans. Um. Another thing I want to point out is that DC United uh, got their first win of the season against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Go DC. Yeah. Yeah. Is a 4 nothing result, which is really great for D.C. Jonathan Asiago will now be talking about the state of football, or as we call it, soccer. Thank you, Diego. Um, well, yesterday, an important match happened. Real Madrid versus Wolfsburg, Champions League. Big, big, big league and match where all European soccer people and uh, everyone just enjoys the sport. So, an important thing was that Real Madrid played this team last week and they lost 2-0 to zero at their home field at Wolfsburg. Ooh, that's kind of hurt. Yeah, and Real Madrid is, I would say, the top club in the, in the planet, but my friend here, Luis. Well, it's uh, debatable. There's many teams uh, in the top right now, including Barcelona. I want to say um, well, another team that's in the top is Bayern Munich, um, but Real Madrid is definitely up there. Uh, now, let's... Let's consider that all these teams are in the Champions League. This Champions League is probably the biggest the biggest trophy that you can win as a soccer club. So yesterday what happened in the game, Real Madrid, the chances weren't very high for them to keep going on in this beautiful tournament. Mm -hmm. And Cristiano Ronaldo, one of their star players, multi-millionaire, <laughs> he scored two goals in two minutes. 
That's remarkable. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Not not many soccer players can do that. Two goals in two minutes, and he ended up having a, a hat trick, scoring a free kick goal, which I thought was amazing. Uh, my friend Very here, impressive. Luis, has a different side of the story. Um. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, did play a, a great match, scoring three goals. Um. However, uh, as a Barcelona fan, uh, I do say that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did miss his first uh, free kick uh, pretty badly, but uh, I believe his second one oh. was, uh, was the one he scored in, and that one made up for his first by scoring and uh, going through, helping his team out, which is uh, incredible. Absolutely. So, uh, any closing remarks, uh, any points of clarification, do you think that what do you think is going to be the next big thing in sports? We have the Olympics coming up. We have the World Cup coming up once more. What do you think is going to be big for us? Um, well, I do know that uh, a bunch of uh, Hispanic countries will be playing in another tournament this summer, uh, the Copa America. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of their star players will not be uh, playing in the Olympics, so it's going to be uh, mm -hmm. really fun to watch. Um, I know Neymar will not be uh, playing in the Copa America. He'll be playing in the Olympics, mm -hmm. so um, and it's in Brazil. So let's and see if they can go far. And for the women's uh, soccer team here in the United States, uh, their star goalkeeper uh, Hope Solo, she announced that she will not be going to, uh, to Brazil playing Olympics. They lost to the team. Yeah, she. Uh, she Why is that? She thinks it's too risky. She doesn't want to risk it. Like from a safety yeah. perspective? Yeah, like she, she really cares about her health, so she, she doesn't see going all the way to Brazil as a as as something that she really needs, because they just won the World Cup, Women's World Absolutely. Cup, so sure she can just lay back and relax. Uh, another, another big tournament that I would say that's coming up this summer is the Euro Cup. It's all the European nations. Basically what it is, it's a mini World Cup. And so that would be very heated, and you will see a lot of new talent, especially mm -hmm. youngsters, which is the future of the sport. And we have plenty to look forward to. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Luis and Jonathan. Thank you. And uh, thank you all for listening. Um, we hope you'll join us next week for another riveting episode of DJO Nightly News. Thank you. Have a good day.